Today gospel taken from St. Matthew chapter 17, 1 to 9. And after six days, Jesus took him, Peter and James, and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Eliza talking with him. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Eliza. He was still speaking when, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my blood son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise! and have no fear. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, tell no one the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So that in today's gospel reading, the good news of Christ just simply abounds. So that not only do we have the very glory of Jesus shining with all of its power, but we hear the very promise and word of God through the very voice that declares, This is my own Son. That we hear the very good news that Christ is not simply just a Messiah, one who had come, but the very Son of God who came near to us in our greatest hour of need. That Jesus Christ steps down into our life and steps down into our world, bringing his power, bringing his grace, bringing his very comfort and consolation to even these disciples in this moment of terror and fear. Does he now bring to them that moment, that word of comforting care? And we see in the end, Jesus alone. <laughs> that he is the one who is there with them as they fix their eyes upon him. That it is this inspired mountaintop moment that is simply just brimmed to the full of all that is there. And even holding out to us a picture of the glory that awaits awaits all who, who indeed believe in him that there is an eternity of glory that even we ourselves shall experience. No wonder Peter wants to stay. No wonder Peter wants to go ahead and set up camp right here, that this is that picture-perfect mountaintop moment. That when Peter should have been maybe kind of sitting down and listening that he couldn't help but pipe up and begin talking, blurting out the thing that comes first to mind. That what must I do? 
Let me go ahead and build some tabernacles, some tents for you and Moses and Elijah. That Peter showed himself not ready for Jesus to proclaim in the chapter before of what he would do on the cross. And we once again see Peter not ready to experience the very glory of what Jesus is and what he has come to do. But Peter can't help himself. That he loves this moment and he wants to set up camp there in that quiet, in that stillness, in that beauty, and in that very connection. That what I might say, that kind of me and Jesus kind of moments. That I don't know if you've experienced those kinds of things. Maybe out there in the world, out there in creation where you are just dazzled by God's very glory and splendor. Or deep within his word when you are overcome by the very promises of his grace and his truth and his forgiveness that is there for you in his cross. That we can all be tempted to want to go ahead and just set up camp in those quiet and those still, in those beautiful me and Jesus moments. But just like for Peter and James and John, is that we too, Jesus, calls out into this life and out into this world. But if this is that very glory and that very joy, why in the world does he now, as they walk down the mountain, now don't tell anybody this, Why did he show it to them if he didn't want anyone to know? And for those of us who now live on this other side of the cross, those who live on this other side of his resurrection and that hope that we have, that how, how in the world can we not talk about this? That why in the world would Jesus say these things to Peter, James, John? And so today as we celebrate the India mission, as we celebrate God's work in bringing his very word to the nations, that I want to have the opportunity to have Pastor Raji share a little bit of what does the message of transfiguration mean to you, your ministry, the very mission and outreach to others. Thank you, pastors. Um, Thank you very much. Dear Calvary family, greetings from India Missions. Uh, Today... The world is celebrating, the church is celebrating Transfigurations Sunday. Uh, this, today is we are also celebrating Transfiguration of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, transfiguration teaches to listen to Him. I like to enlightening today, we are talking about the transfigurations that is transfigurations gives and leads leads us to transformations so transformations it comes from this uh, here from the mountain through the god's word from the cloud and uh, moses eliza and jesus Peter, James, and John. So all this uh, uh, happened in the, if you just uh, remember that uh, scenario of the mountain, Eliza, Moses, Peter, James, and John. So that is, uh, gives us to thinking about the transfigurations. So I'm taking, there are so many 
topics, but today I'm, I, I'm like to enlightening, listen to Jesus. Because of the listen to him, listen to God's son, that is Jesus from the, from the heaven. So listen to Jesus, listen to the word of God, listen to the scripture, listen to the messages, listen, listen to above. So this is the, today, uh, this is the, this is the, listen to uh, the word of God. I will, uh, there are so many listening, uh, uh, listening stories because of, uh, I work in the IU Health Hospitals as a chaplain. I, 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 I have so many stories from the hospital, from the patients and stories. But here I like to uh, bringing back, many of you know my own story. Uh, that is I'm bringing back to here to talk about the, the fruitful of listening, what happened to in my life, especially my mom. My mom listened to the uh, God's word, this, uh, the messages. Uh, in Lutheran Church of Missouri Senate, uh, the first mission field, many of you know that's India. The missionaries went to India and uh, spreading the gospel, telling about Jesus to the people from India. So that's why then we saw that um, uh, one of the missionary, his name is Dr. Groom. So he is the missionary in my place, my village. He went to the uh, village and telling about Jesus telling about Jesus and he preached the gospel and uh, uh, everything, everything has happened in my village. Many people went and listened to him, the scripture and messages about Jesus and uh, the first time their life never heard about Jesus. And uh, here, what happening here, my mom like uh, listened to him and uh, 14 members of my family, they became a Christian. They were baptized by the missionary, Dr. Groom, and the Indian, pa Indian pastors. So that uh, after we are baptized, then they called my mom and uh, uh, the family to the Hindu temple and have the big crowd and hailing and shouting and asking the leaders, village leaders to my mom, why did you change our, our, our faith, our, uh, our religion? So you're supposed to be, uh, stay as a Hindu. So you need to come back, come back as a Hindu. So they are keeping on asking, hailing, uh, what happened? Why you change? Then my mom told them, uh, I listened to my missionary. He told about Jesus. Then I, uh, I believe, I, I believe in Jesus. Jesus, Jesus love, loved for loving. Yeah, Jesus love. And he died for me. Jesus died for me on the cross. He forgives my sins. So that's all I know. I believe that. I listened to him, that's why we, we were became a Christian. 
So tell me any one of God died for me? She asked question. So we have more than three, uh, three million, million God, goddesses in India. Every street, every town, village, every, re every region, every district, every state, different, 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 different gods. So there are so many millions of God, goddesses. So she asking, tell, tell me any one of God died for me. I listened to my missionary. He told me Jesus died for me. So that's all I know. So that is the, that is the message. Then immediately the leaders, she walked from the village, uh, in the temple. So they excommunicated, that is uh, uh, detached from the, my family, from the village. No groceries, no drinking water. We should not to be, uh, we, uh, take anything in the village. She went to three miles to other village and uh, taking the drinking water and grocery and come back. So this is happened. Then slowly then people uh, come to my mom and the missionaries continue to come and preaching. Slowly the village ladies and people asking my mom, anybody died in your family? My mom said, no. Uh, any f plague? No. Uh, any chicken pox? No. Any malaria? No. Why are you asking? Because of you changed your, our religion, our God, Hindu God will be coming and uh, punish you and uh, kill you. That's why we are asking. No, no, we are so happy, so, so happy. Because of my missionary, every week comes, he tells about Jesus, and you also come and listen to him. We are so happy. And uh, then people are, really? So slowly, slowly people come and listen to my missionaries, the word, word of God, Jesus' love. That's now we have six Lutheran churches around my villages. So that, this is the story, listen to him. When we see this is the, wherever, whenever I have chance, I told this story. Because of, uh, I know, uh, this is the, even this mountaintop uh, messages from the mountaintop, uh, tell, uh, Jesus tell, don't, do not tell anyone until the uh, resurrected uh, son of man, res res uh, resurrection happened. So that secrecy, he end with uh, when Jesus had rose again, he, re he resurrected. So the do not tell that secrecy over. Then he gave the new command, that is the great commission to the disciples and to everyone to us. And the great commission is, you go and tell, go and tell about Jesus' love in, the, in this world. That's where uh, the great commission happened. Then if you remember Acts 1.8, that will be, uh, you will be my witnesses in uh, Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, end of the world. So you will be my witnesses, the Holy Spirit uh, still within us, it keeps us and keeps us rolling. So that is, uh, dear Calvary family, uh, this uh, little, uh, uh, listen to my mom, my mom listened to the word of God, then, then I am here to, because of we were Christian, talking about in Calvary. So I um, thank you very much for 
uh, pastors and uh, leadership team and each one of you supporting the Indian missions. There are so many uh, children and uh, uh, women in Styling Center learning about Jesus and Jesus' love through Word of God and through their studies. So I am, I am, I am, I am very appreciate you. you. You means you didn't come to India, but uh, your church, LCMS, or the church sent to missionaries to the world. So that's the way one of the missionaries came. Now we learned about Jesus. Support your local, your church missions and mission uh, continue. Your, you didn't come, your penny or your support send someone to tell about Jesus. So that is, uh, that is the great opportunity we have today, today uh, uh, be here and uh, if you have a chance, please stop by Narthex. There are so many uh, learn about uh, Calvary India mission and students. Thank you very much and blessings. Indeed, that very culture continues to call us to follow and to listen to its very voice. But we continue to hear of Jesus and Jesus alone, the very one who goes with us. For we do not believe in a God who is far off, but one who is drawn near, giving us that very gift that he has died for us, rose for us, and now sends us out into this life to have that joy and that peace and that very promise of knowing that in Jesus alone that we have his very hope. And so may that very peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.